Our uh, spotlight sponsor here is My Patriot Supply. You know what's going on. You're a, if you're a member of the Blaze, you know exactly what's going on. Please, I urge you. Time is of the essence here. Time is of the essence. Uh, 25% off now with a full four-week supply of really good, delicious, calorie-rich meals that the whole family can eat. My Patriot Supply makes it easy to stay prepared at all times. It's fast. It is easy. It's delivered discreetly to your door. You don't want people knowing that you have a large food supply. Uh, things are going to... You're going to witness and, God help us all, experience things you have never experienced in America. And you're already experiencing things that you don't recognize. It's going to get worse from here. Please... Call my Patriot Supply. Just go to preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. You heard Kamala Harris? Boy, she loves being asked about going to the border. She was on with Univision, and here's how she responded to the question, you got to go to the border. I've said I'm going to go to the border, and I... When are you going to the border, Vice President? The administration has asked... I'm not finished. <laughs> I've said I'm Ooh. going to the border. Yeah, and she means it, and someday she will. Someday she will. First, she's she's got to go to the bathroom. Uh, then she also has to go to Europe, I think. She has to go there first. Meanwhile, President Biden, oh, he is facing off. Did you see the Time magazine covered? He's facing off with Vladimir Putin. The cover of Time magazine makes him look like the Terminator. Uh, I don't think that's how it's going to go. We might as well just send a little teeny baby kitty cat to Putin. Meow. As I think Biden will have that effect on Vladimir Putin. No, you know what? I have a feeling he probably will like the cat more than Biden. So maybe, maybe not. Fearless warrior going into battle now. Ooh, look out, Vladimir Putin. You don't know what you're facing. And the Democrats need some clarification. They need a clarification. And we're going to give it to them in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay. Let me tell you about Hustler Turf. If you haven't sat down on a Hustler Turf zero-turn lawnmower, you haven't ever mowed. Hustler truly takes mowing to the next level. It turns something in that you might not even really like into something that is really fast and easier than what you're used to. It actually also makes it kind of enjoyable. I like sitting on the uh, butt end of a lawnmower. I like actually, you know, I've been working on the tractor here all week uh, at the uh, ranch, and I just love it because it gives you time, time to think, time to listen to podcasts, time to listen to scriptures or whatever it is you're doing. And I, I really like it. And that's why I like Hustler Turf. 
They invented the zero-turn uh, lawnmower, and they've been perfecting it ever since. From industrial-grade machines to mowers designed for less than three acres, Hustler has you covered. Right now, they have their new 2021 Raptor Series. It's built for homeowners with less than three acres. Do yourself a favor. Visit one of over a 1,000 nationwide Hustler dealers and take the hassle-free test drive today. They're going to help you select the right lawnmower for your application. Find your local Hustler dealer at HustlerTurf.com. There's a 1,000 of them nationwide, so there should one be one close by. HustlerTurf.com. Oh, my goodness. Stu, um... I I think this is really important. The Democrats need um, Elon Omar to clarify her comment, her comments on Israel. Um, and I think what they actually are saying, if I can translate, because I speak bullcrap. I'm a recovering alcoholic. I'm not a politician, but I, I'm a recovering alcoholic. So I'm I'm well versed in bullcrap. Uh, so if I may translate bullcrap to English, when they say they need Elon Omar to clarify her comments, what they're really saying in the translation is, can you say something that's different than that so we can all just move on? Yeah, they're going to ask her to um, lie and say that she doesn't <laughs> yeah. hate Jews, basically, yeah. is the is Just the say something mm-hmm. where it doesn't, yeah, that we are, we're not in trouble on. Can you just do that? Yeah. Can, uh, can you give so, a completely you know. milquetoast comment about how you don't want all Jews to <laughs> yes. go away for a moment so we can yes. act like we were okay with it? Well, I mean, you know, people call her being, you know, anti-Semitic. And, I mean, can you even come up with one thing she said that might be construed as anti-semitic i mean she did accuse american jews of having dual loyalty i thought that was perhaps a little anti-semitic all right but can you come up with two things i surely can't come up with two things but yeah well i mean you know that she did uh, accuse jews of buying their influence with money and saying it was all about the benjamins there was that okay, okay, minor okay, three thing. nobody could come up with three things that she said she did say that uh, israel hypnotized the world and that typically right, five okay can you come up with five things that she, she said she uh, she's well she supports obviously the uh, anti-semitic boycott de- de- uh, divestment and sanctions the bds campaign that's against four. Israel. That's only four. Right. And she submitted only a house uh, a resolution to the House of Representatives comparing boycotting Israel to boycotting the Nazis. Uh, okay. That was Well, you can't um, come, you can't come mm. up with 20, I'm sure. So we're going to move on well, from Well, she did that, get David I mean, Duke to endorse uh, <laughs> okay, her <I'll>... comments. <laughs> and she did she was, All I will right. say, this comes from uh, oh, her award when she won 2019's. Mhm. Anti-Semite mm-hmm. of the Year. Yes, Elon Omar, Anti-Semite of the Year, wow. beating out both Richard wow. Spencer uh, and... Um, Holy cow. Yeah, oh, oh Louis Farrakhan uh, David the Duke. nominee. Uh, oh, Louis Farrakhan. Yes, okay, good, so good. All right, well... Well, that's great. Okay, the Tom so Brady they just of the want anti-Semite to of the Year award. <laughs> all right, all right. We don't need to harp on this. Right, okay. She's a nice woman, I'm sure. And you know what? By asking her to restate things, Rashida Tlaib has said, you know, Muslim women just don't have freedom of speech. You know. By the way, she tweeted that uh, that out to her 1.4 million followers, um, and I'm sure she's not blacklisted, and and she's not the algorithm's not squashing her at all. But she's so right when she says that, you know. Um, when you 
when you think of Elon Tamar, uh, Elon Omar, you need to think, well, of course, that she married her brother uh, and then she committed fraud. Um, but anyway, let, let's not let's not dwell on that. OK, here's what you need to know. Elon Omar loves Hamas. She loves Hamas. Why do I say that? Because we know she loves the Muslim Brotherhood. She is in with the Muslim Brotherhood. She meets with the Muslim Brotherhood. She loves the Muslim Brotherhood. I don't know if you've read the 1988 charter for Hamas, um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I think everything that you hear on TV is a lie. And let me let me just read some of the highlights uh, from the charter of Hamas. Remember, this was revised in 1988. Uh, Article one describes Hamas as an Islamic resistance movement with an ideological program of Islam. Now, I don't know if that's program or program. I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, Article two of Hamas's charter defines Hamas as a universal movement and one of the branches of the Muslim Brotherhood in Palestine. Article three, the movement consists of Muslims who have given their allegiance to Allah. Uh, Article four, the movement welcomes every Muslim who embraces its faith ideology, follows its program, keeps its secrets, hmm, and wants to belong to its ranks and carry out the duty. What's the duty? Article 6, Hamas is uniquely Palestinian and strives, this might, might be the duty right here, and strives to raise the banner of Allah over every square inch of Palestine. For under the wing of Islam, followers of all religions can coexist in security and safety. So that's weird. Um, I guess what they're saying is, yeah, we'll protect the Jews. But when it comes to the two-state solution, every inch of Palestine, I don't think the Palestinians and Hamas are going to include another state. It's almost like they're saying, of course Jews can have their own state, just not here. Oh, Article 7 describes Hamas as one of the links in the chain of the struggle against Zionist invaders. That would be the Jews. It adds a Hadith claiming that the day of judgment is coming. All Jews will be killed. You know, I think it's Article 7 that maybe appeals so much to um, Ilan Omar and uh, Rashida Tlaib. Uh, you know, you think, why would someone join Hamas? Uh, but then you read Article 7, the Hadith claiming that the day of judgment when all Jews will be killed. And you think, oh, well, that sounds like a fun organization. Article 8, the Hamas document reiterates the uh, Muslim Brotherhood slogan of Allah is the goal. The prophet is the model and Quran is our constitution. Jihad is our path and death for the sake of Allah's most sublime uh, belief. Oh, I love that. I know, you know, I used to be Catholic, and most of it was in Latin, but I'm sure, I'm sure in Latin it was like, God wants you to kill everybody. And that's what I, that's what I so cherish about my faith, you know? Uh, Article 9 adopts, uh, adapts Muslim Brotherhood's vision to connect Palestinian crisis to the Islamic solution. Ooh, what's the Islamic solution? Is that one of the last solutions or is it the final solution? 
I don't know the program or program. I, I don't know. They advocate fighting against the false and defeating it and vanquishing it so justice can prevail. Oh, so they like justice. I wonder if it's like social justice. Article 12 affirms that nationalism, from the point of view of the Islamic resistance movement, is part of the religious creed. Oh, that's great. So nationalism, you know, they always say, though, on the left that nationalism is bad, especially if religious people are involved. I wonder why they keep supporting Hamas. Article 13. I love this one because I want you to remember, and I just want you to say to somebody who says, there needs to be a two-state solution, and Israel's got to offer some two-state solutions, which they have in the past, and they continually turn down. I wonder why. Oh, here's Article 13. This is the Hamas Charter. Article 13. There is no negotiated settlement possible. Jihad is the only answer. Oh, well, that might be a very nuanced there. I sit down. Can't quite tell if. Well, there's a there's a comma in there. Uh, Well, no, it's a period. And you never know. It's like the Second Amendment. I don't know what they meant. They put a period between the two sentences. There is no negotiated settlement possible, period. Jihad is the only answer. Those are probably unrelated, Stu. Article uh, 17 declares the the role of women in Islamic society to be the maker of men. Oh, well, gosh, that doesn't sound too demeaning to women, does it? I can see why these strong women, Rashida Tlaib and Ilan Omar, love Hamas so much. Because the role of women in Islamic society is to be the maker of men. And it condemns Western organizations such as the Freemasons. Oh, you're going to have a hard time with this one, Stu. In the Hamas charter, they condemn the Freemasons, intelligence agencies, and I'm not making this up, rotary clubs. (laughs) That I'm finally somebody. They leave it. the lion. <laughs> they leave the lions clubs out. Uh, Are the Shriners mentioned? Damn bastards! At the, mm. <laughs> no, they're not. Okay. Well, I think that's Freemason. Okay, yeah. I think that's Freemasons and the Rotary clubs. They're saboteurs for promoting subversive ideas to women. Article 18 defines the role of women as homemakers and child rearers, providing education and moral guidance to men. Article uh, 19 promotes the value of art. While promoting Islamic art over jihad, uh, jihili art forms. I think that must be white. Uh, Article 20 calls for action by the people as a single body against a vicious enemy which acts in the way similar to Nazism, making no differentiation between man and woman, between children and old people. Right? Right? (sighs) That's why kids can blow themselves up. And why old people can be left in the homes after Israel says, hey, take everybody out of this building because everybody is in this fight. Article 21, promoting mutual social responsibility and urges members to consider the interest of the masses instead of their own personal interests. Oh, yeah. And Article 22 uh, makes sweeping claims about Jewish influence and power. Uh, It specifically claims that Jews were responsible for instigating multiple revolutions and wars, including the French Revolution, World War One and the revolution in Russia. It also claims Jews control the United Nations and uh, and they're supported by the imperialistic forces of capitalist West and communist East. 
So I, I think I really start to understand, you know, the calls for clarification for Elon Omar, because there's so much room to misinterpret uh, all of these, uh, all of these things. Uh, the Article 30 calls on writers, intellectuals, media people, orators, educators, and teachers in all the various sectors in the Arab and Islamic world to pursue jihad. Uh, Hamas is described in Article 31 as a humanistic movement which takes care of human rights. Oh, it does take care of human rights and is guided by Islamic tolerance when dealing with the followers of other religion under the wing of Islam. It is possible for Islam, Christianity, and Judaism to coexist in peace and quiet with each other, provided that the other members of the other religions don't dispute the sovereignty of Islam. So, I mean, you could have your cute little religion, but, I mean, you got to understand that Islam is the king. Oh, that's all we have to do to have peace? That's great. Uh, by the way, Article 36 outlines the goals of, of Hamas. Um, Israel will exist and will continue to exist until Islam invalidates it, just as it invalidated others uh, before. Uh, and uh, they will wipe Israel off the face of the map. So it's very, very clear why Elon Omar, Rashida Tlaib, etc. They love the Muslim Brotherhood and Hamas. Just a couple of quick, really hard to understand things in their charter. Okay, let me tell you about Relief Factor. Michael lives in Connecticut, and he wrote in to tell us about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, Relief Factor helped me to almost Im immediately and completely eliminate my elbow pain. I couldn't find any other solution. What a great product. It has helped uh, with a lot of other aches and pains as well. Since I started Relief Factor, I feel like I have more energy and generally feel better. Thanks so much. I don't know about the energy. I tried to get him to go the Coca-Cola way and add cocaine in it, but they said, no, that's a bad idea. Michael, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for writing in. It's funny, when, when you're not having to deal with the frequent pain in your life every day, it's easier to find yourself having more energy. And doing more things because you got your life back. Relief Factor, not a drug developed by doctors. And 70% of the people who tried, try it go on to order more. You can order the three-week quick start for $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com at 800-500-8384. It's a toll-free number, 800-500-8384. Or just go online and order their quick start package, relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Surely you don't have 25 things that Elon Omar has said that is anti-Semitic. Uh, oh, I, was my mic not on? I've been reading him the whole time. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's, my, that's my fault. Darn it. <laughs> it's crazy. Just crazy. We need, we need you to clarify these comments. Okay, this is what she should say. I hate the Jews and I want to destroy Israel. That's as clear. I mean, it's at some point she's going to say, how much more clearly do I need to state this? Yeah. How do I, how do I make this more clear? I, Elon Omar, hate the Jews and want to destroy Israel. It's interesting because like you think of how many times they essentially either ignored or rejected Donald Trump's uh, rejection of white supremacy. 
over and over again, he would say directly, we think these people are bad and he, we think that they, you know, th- these are not the people we're talking about. And over and over again, they would say, no, we're going to read into what you're saying in your policies and, and right. sort of root out mine out of the deep depths of the coal mine, this anti-minority uh, 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 stance we believe you have. Here, they just can't figure it out. Even though she keeps basically saying it over and over and over again, they're just like, give us one more clarification that allows us to have plausible deniability that you're an anti-Semite. That's all they want. They want plausible deniability. it's like some guy with a radar detector standing on a tank and the, the radar detector is just going, <laughs> the, you know, the beach thing. And he's like, I can't see where it is. Where is metal around here? You're standing on a tank. It's not underground. You're on top of it. It's crazy. <laughs> and they, the worst part is they don't actually care if they're standing on a tank with the, with the detection device going off. They, that's not their interest. They don't care if she does not like juice no uh you know there are people in the democratic party who do but generally speaking leadership does not they just want to be able to say that well we don't you know look she was she clarified that that's not what she meant at all and you know at the end of the day it's it's a despicable position no matter what all of these options are bad i think it used to work i mean um what Barack Obama used to say is what he's saying right now. And he was like, you know, I can't believe these Republicans. You know, they think the most important thing is critical race theory. <laughs> That's nothing. Everyone knows what that is now. Everybody, is, at least on the right, everybody knows what it is. And Democrats are waking up to it as well. And Democrats and Republicans and independents are fighting against it. He used to be able to get away with that stuff. But we're we know the press covers we know who people really are because we have independent media now so you can't get away they're still playing the game of well that's not exactly what she said yeah right and uh barack obama's not a marxist (laughs) oh i got it i got it Mm. we're on to him it doesn't work anymore All right. Coming up in just a second, I'm going to show you how to get involved uh, in your neighborhood uh, on this great reset. Because it's fun so far as they're all resetting everything. Right? Right? I love the way they're resetting our schools. Oh, it's fantastic. We're not going back to normal. We're going back to someplace better. Really? Uh, Doesn't look like it. Can you define where we're headed, please? So last night, last night, Tanya and I uh, turned on the rec tech and uh, started smoking hamburgers. And uh, I am feeding six teenage boys right now. I don't know how anyone who has kids and is not a bazillionaire feeds boys. I only have one at the home. I have uh, five. I have five right now. And they're out working and doing stuff, and they come in. This is li- this is really what happened. Okay, how many hamburgers and hot dogs do you want? Uh, four hamburgers and three hot dogs. That was one. One person was the- <laughs> one of the guys had six hamburgers. I don't know how it happens, but God bless the rec tech man. It cooked it all, and when I brought it all in, they said those look like the best hamburgers I've ever seen. 
they are. It's Rectech. Uh, if you really want something that smokes, that grills, that even bakes and is the best, it's Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-Q. Rectech with a Q. At the end, Rectech.com. Check it out. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the show. So I just want to go over a couple of things here. Uh, the Daily Caller has just uh, written an article. The eight anti-Trump narratives the, f- the media has finally had to admit were false all along. I will tell you, I would not have a job if I had eight things that I had said over the last couple of years that were this wrong. I would not have a job. No one would listen to me and they would have every right not to listen to me. Listen to listen to the 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 narratives that the media pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed that were wrong. Um, Trump ordered protesters to be tear gassed for a photo op. Mm-hmm. Uh, gee, we, it's an amazing one. We we now know that's uh, we now know that's true. Jim Acosta said just an unbelievable use of military and police force to clear out Lafayette Park of protesters for a photo op. He's using the American military against the American people. That was a Biden tweet. Really? Is that what happened? Because it seems to me that we now know what happens, even though. Did you did you see what Jim Acosta said yesterday? He in response to this when, you know, he was like, well, that that inspector general can't be trusted. You're continuing. You're continuing down the conspiracy theory. When it is proven now that, that Trump had nothing to do with that. Do you know why they used the tear gas? It was the uh, it was the U.S. Park Service. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, they were uh, they were upset because they were hitting the pro the peaceful protesters other than just burning down the church were also uh, throwing projectiles at police officers. And uh, they were like, why are we allowing this to occur? So they went out there and, and decided they were going to clear out the area. And uh, after that, that's when, of course, the president wound up going across the street for the yeah, quote unquote. That's not op. even true. That that is that is what's being said now. But that even that's not true. Hmm. It came from the U.S. Parks uh, Police. The park police are the ones that handle all of them all. There was a construction company that was was trying to erect a safety wall um between the white house and the protesters and it had nothing to do with the protest it was already something that was already being worked on and Mm. they kept getting uh hit in the head and they kept getting in trouble and so they went to the park police and said we can't we can't go in we can't do our job like this so the park police decided to for the safety of the president of the united states not because it's donald trump but because the park police was shoring up all security all throughout washington dc they said clear it out so the construction workers can get in yeah. hours later mm-hmm. hours later after that decision was made 
the White House made their decision to go over to uh, the church. Yeah, and they have like video evidence of this. I think we're, we're telling the same story because I heard an interview uh, with the Inspector General himself explaining this. And it, yeah. right, it was because they wanted to do an unscalable wall. Uh, which part Correct. of the reason they needed this wall was because of of these conflicts. But uh, yeah, I mean, like they have video of like, you know, administration mm-hmm. officials learning about this. Like, it's that clear. And they still are uh, just denying the realities. CNN, Jim Acosta is still denying this. All right. Next one. Lab leak theory was a conspiracy. Media outlets crushed the theory, saying it's just a conspiracy and it's been fully debunked. CNN ran the headline, Trump contradicts U.S. intel community by claiming he's seen evidence of coronavirus originated in Chinese lab. The Washington Post said, was the new coronavirus accidentally released from a Wuhan lab? It's doubtful. Another one was uh, President Trump and the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo continue to push unsubstantiated Wuhan lab theory on uh, novel uh, uh, coronavirus origins. Okay, well, uh, not true. Not true. And now the press, now the press is saying, well, it's just because Donald Trump was crazy and he said crazy things. And uh, he just got jumbled up into all the crazy things. That's why we didn't do it. Now, what are they doing? They're reporting on, oh, the Wuhan uh, uh, theory that maybe it escaped a lab. Oh, that's crazy. No apologies, by the way, are attached to any of these. Um, Trump ignored Russian bounties on U.S. soldiers. Love this conspiracy theory. Uh, Biden slammed Trump for allegedly doing nothing about the allegations that Russia put bounties on the heads of American troops. Not only has he failed to sanction or impose any kind of consequence on Russia for this egregious violation of international law, Donald Trump has continued his embarrassing campaign of deference and debasing himself before Vladimir Putin, said Joe Biden. Oh, I can't wait to find out if he is going to put sanctions on uh, on Russia for the bounty that russia has put on if he doesn't bring it up oh my gosh what does that say because kamala harris also in october was pushing this uh, story there was public reporting that russia had bounties on the heads of american soldiers you know what a bounty is no i don't know what a bounty is someone who puts a price on your head well my head is very nice uh how much does my head cost and they'll pay for it if you're killed Donald Trump had talked to at least six times to Vladimir Putin and never brought up the subject. Joe Biden would never do that. Oh, please put that on the list of things to watch for next week. Um, okay, so Trump said, I never discussed it with Putin because I, I, there, there's never been any credible information on it. Well, he was given a fact check rating of four Pinocchios, but it uh, it looks like... Um, Yeah, that never actually happened. New York Times has released a report noting the lack of evidence that that even happened. But I'm sure Joe Biden had better information. So I expect him to bring that up with Vladimir Putin. Trump called Georgia officials to find the fraud. Well, the Washington Post had to issue a lengthy correction in March that eh, Trump didn't tell the chief investigator of Georgia's secretary of state office. Uh, the uh, Francis Watson to find the fraud and she'd be a national hero if she did. Yeah. After two months after that story, they had to issue a uh, 
a correction in the Washington Post. Uh, Trump said white supremacists were white, uh, were fine people. We know this one. But for those who don't listen to talk radio, don't listen to facts, and maybe you're just starting to find them, uh, Real Clear Politics fact-checked Trump's statement, noting his comment was taken out of context. But did you hear, even on the campaign trail, they were still saying this. What Trump had actually said at a press conference, excuse me, they didn't put themselves down as neo-Nazis. You had some very bad people in that group, but you also had people that were very fine on both sides. You had people in that group. Excuse me. Excuse me. I saw the same pictures you did. You had people in that group that were there to protect the taking down to them of a very, very important statue and the renaming of the park from Robert E. Lee to another name. I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. Yeah, no apology on that one. Trump referred to illegal immigrants as animals. I don't need to go over this with you. He was talking about MS-13. Trump flat out lied when when he said his campaign was wiretapped. CNN was like, it's a flat out lie. Yeah, they issued a uh, a correction two years later and confirmed the former campaign manager, Paul Manafort, was wiretapped under a secret court order. Uh, and CNN was brave enough to note that their original port report was contradic- uh, contradictory. So, wait a minute. It wasn't a lie. It was just contradictory to the facts. Oh, that's well, they learned their lesson. And uh, the last one here, uh, Trump removed MLK's bust. Time, uh, Time Magazine, the correspondent Zeke Miller, reported Trump has moved, removed the bust of Martin Luther King Jr. out of the Oval Office. Racist! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had to correct that because the bust was obscured by a door and an agent standing in front of it. So... Why would you listen to these people? I, I, I'm only stating the facts here because you can't be this wrong. You just can't be this wrong every time. And it's in the favor of one side over the other. There's not an honest bone. I mean, let me just say it's contradictory to the the uh, story. Or it's, it's not a lie, it's not a mistake, it's not an error, it's not something we have to apologize for. Our story was, uh, was contradictory to the facts. <laughs> okay. okay, all right, all right. Well, let's hope you learn your life. Oh, no, you didn't, because now you're still furthering the tear gas in Lafayette Park. You still have, you still have somebody on your payroll that is still continuing to further the lie and the conspiracy theory. But, I mean, if you started to fire everybody that had done wrong at at CNN, who would be left? I mean, you got Chris Cuomo. uh, You got Jim Acosta. And do I really need to go into, uh, you know, the guy who likes touching himself in Zoom meetings that you brought back yesterday? CNN, I mean, you used to be a joke. Now you're just a national embarrassment. 
One of the things you should value in uh, life is peace of mind, and it can be hard to come by these days. I was out uh, yesterday. We have a we have a spring we have to uh, dig up and and put new pipe in here at the ranch, and um, I got the guy coming with the you know with the uh, digger, and he's like, "You have the pipe, right?" And I'm like, "No, I thought you guys would have the pipe." Oh yeah, we can't get pipe. I said, "What do you mean you can't get pipe?" Oh, pipe, you can't, you can't get it. Corrugated black pipe, you can't get that anymore. Uh, well, when can they get it? We don't know. We don't know. The company says they have no idea. They have like 6,000 back orders now. What, what are, we, are we building uh, Chernobyl here? Because that's what it feels like. It feels like we're living in the former Soviet Union. It doesn't feel like we're in America at all. Anyway, uh, this is a long way of just saying prices will go up. And when that happens, your credit is going to get harder and harder to get. And your credit cards will also go up in interest rates. Get out of those high interest credit cards and roll them into your mortgage and pay them off. And then lock in a lower rate on your mortgage without resetting your loan. AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. Please do this now. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing. NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I want to tell you how you can fight back in a very easy way. Um, uh, there is at glennbeck.com a letter to Congress that I would like you to send to your congressman and your senator. Uh, you can just fill in who they are uh, and uh, and then just send it. Just copy and paste and put this in into your own words if you want. Uh, but we've done all of the hard work for you. It is on uh, the Great Reset, and uh, that America and our congressmen and our senators must stand up and see what is going on with the with the stakeholder capitalism that is now being pushed. Because if they don't understand this now, it will be too late. Will be too late. Uh, let's uh, let's talk just a little bit about uh, Kamala. Uh, she's getting a little pissy. Um, when she was asked by Univision no. if she was going, <laughs> sorry, if she was going to the border, here it is. I've said I'm going to go to the border. And I, when are you going to the border, the Vice President? The administration has asked. I'm not finished. <laughs> I've said I'm going to the border. <laughs> <No>. Okay. <laughs> Oh my now, I will say this about watching oh. that clip because it, she looks really annoyed and it, uh, and I definitely see that in the clip. On the other hand, as a as a person who's had to deal with covid technology interviews over the years and us being mm -hmm. in different places, sometimes these you could also chalk this up to a possible delay situation where she is looking more annoyed than she is because she's responding to something that happened two or three seconds beforehand. That does. Uh, that is a pretty frequent thing that's happened over the past. Well, year she or two thinks. Instead. I mean, mm -hmm. right now we are we're in satellite delay. I have been this week up to four seconds behind Stu. It's almost impossible to do this flawlessly because we're in two different places. I'm you know halfway across the country from Stu, uh, and uh, so it's it's very difficult to do. But I don't think she knows that's a satellite thing. I think she thinks she's just been interrupted. 
Yeah, I think she. She's she, like, hey, yeah. I've said I'm going to go to the border. Yeah, right. You could see she can you play it one more time. You could see she's she's talking and then she stops and like waits the same amount of time as the question mm-hmm. before she says, I'm still talking. I've said I'm going to go to the border. And I, when are you going to the border, Vice President? The administration has asked. I'm that's not finished. The question was asked, right? <laughs> right. I've yeah. said I'm going to the border. I, I do think that's probably delay. I mean, just watching it and, and having to deal with this nonsense uh, when it comes to broadcasting over the past, especially since COVID oh happened. Listen, I, I think it probably this. is delay. This show is the fairest show <laughs> on the on the face of the earth. Because they would never have given the benefit of the doubt to Donald Trump uh, or anybody on the right. They would have immediately said, oh, look at her, Um, uh, you know, or look at him. What an mean, evil guy. However, even giving her the benefit of the doubt, she's I don't believe she's mad at the satellite. I don't think she's I don't think she's done enough satellite interviews to even understand that. She just is pissy. Don't don't cross me. Don't don't question me here. I think she does think she's being interrupted right there. She's just not understanding that she's not really being interrupted as much as she thinks she is. And the other thing, too, that does not at all push aside the fact that she's been a complete catastrophe as vice president. And this trip has been a disaster. I mean, that's just one moment of technical delay on top of it. We should be on our knees praying for the health of Joe Biden. Can you imagine what she would be like as president? No. <laughs> <laughs>